Well, hello, Mr. Fancy Pants. I got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. Whatever you do, don't fall asleep. Welcome everybody to the Horrorcast. I'm your host Daniel and this is episode 7. So how you guys been? Hope you guys had a good weekend. I certainly did not. It was like whatever to me to be honest. I didn't really do anything. I just watched some movies. I did a bunch of research for the movie I'm talking about today. Which is Dolly Dearest. But before I get to that. I wanted to mention, have you guys seen the movie Brightburn? Because I did when it came out. I forgot to mention it in my last episode, so I'm mentioning it now. Brightburn is a great movie. I loved it. Does it have its problems? Yeah. Does it have its issues? Most definitely. But honestly, it's a great movie. Loved it. Very dark. I loved the the, the kid in the movie. Like He was great. I loved the character. Um, I, I like... That a lot of stuff wasn't explained. I'm not going to talk too much into it. Because then it'll, I'll probably end up spoiling it. But if you haven't seen it. Go out. Watch it. Support the movie. It's great. Um, <clears throat> it's definitely worth a watch. Some good kills. I will say that it is. Goyer than I thought it was going to be. I didn't think it was going to be even gory at all. But hey. This movie surprised me. And I think you guys might enjoy it. So I would say go ahead give it a watch you would probably end up enjoying it you could do much worse believe me sorry so anyways so today's episode is uh in a movie it's not on the subject this is on a movie and it's gonna be on one of my favorite bad movies of all time and it is called dolly dearest So welcome back, guys. I am ready to talk about this movie. Hopefully you guys are ready to listen. First off, I must say that I actually really enjoy this movie. I like it. It's really bad, though. It's like really, really bad. Low budget, terrible acting almost everywhere. Very dumb story. Very stupid, I guess, killer. It's dumb. It's a very dumb movie. Just letting you know there are some spoilers in this episode. I'm letting you know that right now. So anyway, as I mentioned before, this is going to be on the movie Dolly Dearest. It was a straight-to-video movie, sort of, but I'll get to that in a minute. So it was actually released originally on October 18th, 1991. It had a very limited theatrical run in the mid-western western United States and later got put on 
home video in May of 1992, and that was actually the original plan. It was supposed to be a straight-to-video movie to begin with, but for whatever reason, they decided, let's make it, give it a theatrical run. Why? I don't know. I wasn't able to find any real information on that, but that's all I could find. So, funny thing is, Rotten Tomatoes has no credit scores for it. Like it has no critic score at all. It has an audience score, and it's a 34% based on 4,161 user ratings. To be honest, that's way higher than I thought it would be. I honestly thought it would have been like at a 7% because this movie is really bad. So for it to be at 34%, honestly, it's kind of amazing because it's not a good movie. But hey, 4,161 people gave it a rating, and that's what you get. I have no information on the budget for this movie, to be honest. I looked everywhere. I couldn't find a budget. But for it being a low-budget movie, even low-budget movies usually have a budget somewhere, but I couldn't find anything on this one. But hey, whatever. But apparently they had a pretty good budget, at least a decent amount, that because the movie takes place in Mexico. And they actually filmed in Mexico City, which is odd. Um, because I didn't even think they would have the budget to even go to Mexico. When you see this movie, you'll understand what I mean. But it was filmed in Mexico City and also in Santa Clarita. So I'm assuming some scenes were in Santa Clarita. Clarita, And majority of the other movie was probably in Mexico. That's what I'm assuming. Now, Dolly Darius is the director's most famous film. Now, the director... Her name is Maria Lees, I think. But this is her most famous film. The last thing she ever directed was four episodes of the 90s TV show called Silk Stockings. She had done a few other things before this, at least in terms of directing. And there were, there was only like three things. But Silk Stockings was the last thing she ever directed. After that, she's actually been a script supervisor. She's been doing that for most of her career now. And she's done some pretty big shows as a script supervisor. So it seems like she's doing good. I guess she just didn't continue as a director. She was actually... I think she was one of the writers for this movie. So she wrote and directed this movie. I think she came up with the story. One or the other. I might be wrong. I think she was one of the writers. But anyways... The cast in this movie is no one big there's absolutely no big stars i looked up all of the actors i didn't bother writing down because almost majority if not all have either either done nothing or nothing of significance with the exception of one actor actually there's one actor in the movie that stands out more than everybody else because that actor is none other than rip torn now, some of you might be thinking, who the fuck is Rip Torn? I don't know him. You might know him, actually. You just, the name doesn't ring a bell until you see him. And you're like, oh, that was that guy. So, Rip Torn, I think most of you might know him as, he was in the Disney movie Hercules, actually. He played Zeus. So if you ever watched Hercules, he was the voice of Zeus in that movie. That's Rip Torn. 
he was also Zed in the Men in Black movies. Well, in Men in Black 1 and 2, he played Zed. He was Tommy Lee Jones and Will Smith's boss in those movies. He was great in those movies, to be honest. He also was in that terrible fucking movie Tom Green made in the, I believe it was like early 2000s. Freddy Got Fingered. I hate that movie so much, but he played Tom Green's father in that movie. He was also in, actually one of my favorite comedies. He was in Dodgeball, a true underdog story. He played Patches O'Hulahan. Now you might be wondering, who the hell's Patches O'Hulahan? If you ever saw that scene where the guy's in the wheelchair and he says, if you could dodge a wrench, you could dodge a ball. That's Rip Torn. <laughs> That's him. And he was in Dolly Dearest. So, those are some of like the basic facts about this movie. Uh, the, honestly, there's not much to it. There's not really any big stories I could get on it because it was a very low budget movie. There's not many, there's not many facts about it that would keep anybody like, oh my god, that's a great piece of useless trivia. But let's just get started with this movie. Why don't we, right guys? Okay, so the movie starts with an archaeologist trying to open a tomb. And, okay, so I'm doing this a little different. I'm going to be talking about the movie. I'm probably going to go through the whole movie. But I'm just going to be pointing out the notes that I made and like the issues I had with the movie okay I'm taking this new step okay so the artist is trying to open a tomb but first of all he's doing it alone and he's doing it at night for some, re some reason like why would you do that why would you try to open a tomb in the dead of night why not wait until the morning a wait until the morning and b why not have a team of people with you to help you out so stupid but it was just to get the movie started, so whatever. So he's trying to open it, and he manages to open it technically, but it actually blows open, and the door crushes him, so he's killed. And then you see that like this bad pink light flying all over the place, and it is flying to a, like a little factory that's close to the. Uh, tomb site I guess you could say that's the best way to describe it and then we get the opening credits it's Dolly Darius and with the little theme little side note I actually like the theme song for Dolly Darius it's actually not bad it's pretty good so <clears throat> then we get introduced to the family you got the kid which is Elliot you got no Jimmy's the son actually you got the dad Elliot then the daughter, I believe her name was Jessica. The mom, honestly, I never fucking wrote down her name. So I just call her the mom. I don't remember her name. I actually don't really, really remember anybody mentioning her name that much. But probably I just didn't care for it. So anyway, those are the main characters. They're going to Mexico because the father um, bought this company or bought a stake in the company or something. And he's going to make what he claims... The most beautiful dolls ever. Well, he bought it off of... I guess the woman who ran it died. And he claimed that this movie was very well respected. A great artist. And she made these dolls that were absolutely beautiful. Whatever. And that's that. 
they get to Mexico, they arrive to the house where they're going to live at, and they have a housekeeper, and I forget her name, but that housekeeper, I know her from one movie and one movie only. That housekeeper was, the actress who played the housekeeper is also the actress who played Yolanda Saldivar in Selena. The biopic for Selena, the one that starred Jennifer Lopez. I kind of don't like that movie. That's irrelevant. But yeah, this is the only other place I know this woman that she played Yolanda Salivar. She's the woman that killed Selena in that movie. And they make their proper introductions, blah, 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 whatever. The father is going to go look at the factory and he takes his daughter and he takes his son. They arrive there and the place is a shithole. Like, it looks like crap. Like, how it's still standing, Lord knows. It looks like it's barely standing at all. But it's there. And the father looks, like, stunned like that. It looks like shit. And he's questioning the guy, like, about the evaluation, about the paperwork he received. That is saying that it was in great condition. And then the guy who sold them the place said, like, yeah, I um, it hasn't been touched since she passed away. So it's exactly how she left it. And the, he was talking about the appraisal. Where did he write it? And then he said he he came up with it from an American book. What that means. I have no fucking clue what he meant by that. But apparently he got the appraisal for the little factory from an American book. I don't know what the hell he meant by that. But my question was, why would you buy a business without checking it out in person? Like, dude, you're buying a factory in another country and you're just going to take some guy's word for it. Why didn't you just travel to Mexico? By the way, they live in Los Angeles, California, by something the little girl said. So it's not that damn far. You could have driven there. You could have flown there. It's a three-hour flight. You could have gone. But no, he he decided not to. So he took this guy's word. Now he has a shit factory. And all honesty, this guy doesn't sound like he is a good businessman. He's just going to buy buildings without actually buying businesses or factories without actually checking them out. Second of all, he says he's going to make dolls for all over the world. And that tiny little ass factory, he is not going to be able to supply the whole world with any damn dolls. How they were able to build anything at all is beyond fucking me. Honestly, it's one of the dumbest business decisions I've ever seen. This guy obviously does not know jack shit about business if he is doing this. So, they start looking around. The stupid little boy called Jimmy, the son, he goes to the back of the factory and he sees, like, this. The archaeological the archaeological site is still there, but it's closed, whatever. The little girl is looking around and she finds these dolls, which is Dolly Dearest. And she's like, they're beautiful. And he tells her, dad and she tells the dad can I have one and he says sure it's my first sale or whatever and he gives her a doll and let me say this now this is an ugly fucking doll how he said it was the most beautiful doll in the world I don't know this thing's ugly as shit like it's really ugly I never thought it was pretty or cute I've seen some pretty dolls out there but no this this thing doesn't even fall down in that category of even slightly cute so, you go to the house, like, more minor stuff happens, nothing really major. The little girl's put to sleep, and the doll's sitting there. 
And you get the typical scene of the doll moving her head, like, just creeping you out. The next day comes up, and the mom is fixing the stuff around in her room, on her bed. And she hears, like, little click-clacks on the floor, like, kind of like shoes. So she's hearing that. So she hears the footsteps, but she walks over to a mirror, or next to a mirror, to put something down. Like, think of, like, in a cabinet. And in the mirror, you see the typical, you see the the reflection of the doll next to the bed. So whatever, like it's obviously supposed to be creepy. But the mom walks back and she didn't see the fucking doll. I know you could say like, oh, she moved. The thing is, the sound of her moving doesn't happen until after the mom went back to the bed. Then you hear the little click, 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 click that the doll left running. So either the lady's dumb or just poor writing or just poor directing. Or probably a mixture of all three, to be honest. So, whatever. The mom's blind or something. Eventually, other minor stuff happens. There's a lot of minor stuff that happens in this movie. So if it sounds like I'm not saying anything that good's happening, believe me, not a lot of good stuff happens in this movie. I still enjoy it, but there's not a lot of interesting things in this movie so anyways this girl this um jessica and her mom and her brother are in the car and i guess they're going home i guess they came from somewhere or whatever um they're going to their house and you're seeing like clips or cuts of a priest like saying a prayer or whatever and he's saying it to the house. And I guess the house is being blessed. That's what the housekeeper says. So the little girl, Jessica, starts going ape shit. <clears throat> and um, she goes ape shit at the sight of the priest. And honestly, she's already annoying me. Like that little girl really fucking annoys me for some reason. I don't know why, but she really fucking annoys me. And around this time, you get a scene where Rip Torn's introduced. And they tell him, like, he, oh, he said he's going to go to Mexico to go investigate because he knows that his friend died. I guess it was a very close friend or whatever. So that happens. And the mom asks, like, what was the priest doing here? And then Yolanda Salivar, I don't know her by that, so sorry, guys. <laughs> tells her, like, oh, the, the house was being blessed. So fine, whatever. So... The next day, Jimmy goes with his dad to the factory, and he goes to investigate the dig site. And honestly, earlier in the movie, right when the the boy, when Jimmy French finds the place, he he asks one of the guys what's back there, and he says, "Oh, it's a it's a dig site for like Mayans or whatever, and that it's a huge discovery." And that makes me wonder, like, after saying, like, Jimmy's went to dis- uh, investigate the dig site, and you would think that for a big discovery, there would have been a huge team of archaeologists. Not one guy trying to open a fucking door in the beginning of the movie. They should have all been there. Like, if this, if this is such a huge archaeological find, why wasn't there a team of guys going to investigate? But whatever, plot holes, right? So I guess it probably wasn't that big of a deal after all. But, hey, whatever. Anyways, 
more scenes happen, and you could tell Jessica's starting to become mirror. She's starting to become a, a jerk. She pushes the housekeeper's plates down, and she speaks on licking the stupid language. Uh, I think it says it like Sanzia or something like that. And the housekeeper's horrified because it says that's the that's the language of some devil or something like that. One little funny scene is that the mom confronts Jessica, telling her, "Why did you do that?" And Jessica says, "Because." The housekeeper's spirits don't like Dolly. Dolly's spirits or something like that. So I guess there's beef between them. Honestly, this whole spiritual thing never comes up. I'm telling you that right now. It never comes up. It never really gets fully explained. It never even comes into play, to be honest. And honestly, at this point, I think Jessica's being a, being a jerk. I think Jessica being a jerk is more herself and less the doll. So I honestly think she's just a little shit personally and she's just blaming the doll for like her actions later on in the movie which i don't honestly believe so later that night i know it's been a while guys but you're barely gonna get the first fucking kill in this movie and this is like i'm like i don't know maybe like 30 40 minutes into the movie maybe somewhere around there so the parents go to have dinner and the little girl is gonna go play with the doll outside but she's not supposed to and then the maid or housekeeper goes so like i was saying the housekeeper goes sees that jessica's outside with the doll so she goes and gets her but the door closes in typical horror movie fashion so the lady tells jessica stay here by the back door i am gonna try to get the door inside why why wouldn't you take the little girl why would you leave her in the back like that's so stupid take her with you like that's so i mean first of all it's dumb and it's not safe like just ditching the little girl in the back like here stay here like, don't come with an adult i'm gonna leave you unattended here for well, whatever anyways she can't get into the front door she starts she tries calling stupid jimmy but he has his earphones he should she should have thrown a rock at the damn window stupid jimmy would have paid attention that way but the housekeeper is going around and she finds the door to the basement so she manages to get in there and it's all spooky and whatever and for whatever reason it's never explained and i don't want to hear the crap like oh that house belonged to the lady who made the dolls it's never explained but in the basement there's like all these parts for the fucking dolls or doll parts and all these like doll eyes for some reason again never explained it's just fucking in the basement so you see dolly close the door and then you start hearing the typical clack 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 of the stupid little doll moving around eventually the maid or the housekeeper is trying to leave the basement but she gets spooked by the doll and she falls somehow dolly got a damn knife and maybe i missed the scene where she picked it up but she had a damn knife with her and she stabbed her in the shoulder and then the maid the housekeeper is just freaking out running all over the place bumping into shit she, i believe she gets tripped and she falls into a pool of water why that's there i don't know but there's like this little 
pool of water in that house. So, yeah, honestly, I'm just thinking about that. Why would they have a pool of water there? But hey, there's a pool of water. She falls in. Then Dolly pulls on a light bulb that's in a cord and puts it in the water. And the housekeeper gets electrocuted and she dies. Then you see Dolly walk towards the little house and tells Jessica, hey, Jessica, let's play. This is the first time you actually hear the doll. And she has a dumb fucking voice, believe me. Um, you hear the voice for the first time. And honestly, it sounds like an adult trying to do a child's voice. It's really bad, actually. This is really, really bad. So the adults arrive and they find the stupid little Jessica outside that it was raining. She has a very dumb look in her face. And the next to her is a stupid doll. So obviously I'm assuming they found that the, the oh the, the father goes to the basement to look for the the housekeeper and he finds the body of the of the of the housekeeper. So, God forbid you fucking call the cops or whatever. I mean, it's you never really see the cops, ambulance, anything. Maybe they did do it. I don't know. I'm just a little picky on that one. But he gets off the phone, apparently, and Elliot says, Elliot's the dad. He says that he spoke to the housekeeper's family and that they were making all the arrangements. And I was just like, wait, what? How are they making all the arrangements? Were they making the arrangements the minute they were talking to her? I mean, to him, or they, they already have arrangements thinking that she was going to get killed. I'm maybe a little picky about that one, but it's it's kind of stupid when you said, oh, they're making all the arrangements. Like, she just died a few minutes ago, and they already made all these arrangements? Jesus Christ, that was fast. Anyways, the next day, after the murder, more minor shit happens. But the mom's outside the house of the dollhouse and Jessica's inside with her dolly. And the mom hears like a voice, somebody talking to her. And she goes in. So what happens is um, the mom walks in and discovers that Jessica's hair has been cut while in the dollhouse. Apparently, the doll also had a curler because that little girl's hair was curled. This is another dumb scene where, where he said, oh, you cut your hair to match Dolly's. That little girl's hair looked really nice. Dolly has some ugly ass fucking hair. I know she's just a doll, but she has ugly fucking hair. I don't know how she said, I look just like Dolly. No, bitch, you don't look just like Dolly. Dolly has really fucked up hair and ugly ass bangs. You don't look like Dolly. Like your hair is very, very well cut. And it's fucking curled for some reason. So I don't know what the fuck this little girl was smoking. I don't even know how the fuck she got her hair curled. There's no electricity. I would assume there's probably no outlet in there. But I don't know. She had her hair done. So Jessica is acting so fake in that scene. Because first she's being a typical bitch. She's like... Don't I look like Dolly? And then afterwards, she looks at Dolly and she's like, I'm sorry, mama. And all this other bullshit. Honestly, this is Jessica's best acting in the whole damn movie, which isn't saying much because Jessica is a fucking terrible actress. I get it. She's a kid, but I, there's a lot of good kid actors. Jessica ain't one of them. 
So, more minor shit happens. And Jimmy's stupid ass, the next day, goes into a collapsed dick site with no equipment at all. And he just decides, ah, fuck it, I'm going to go in and look inside. Because he's apparently Indiana fucking Jones now. Just because I, I, just he read some fucking Mayan books, he thinks he knows everything about caves now, I guess. But yeah, he goes in, no equipment, no real knowledge of anything, and he's going in. But in that moment, um, <clears throat> sorry guys, I got a little loss in my notes, but, oh, sorry, <laughs> sorry, so yeah, stupid Jimmy, in that moment, Rip Torn arrives and fucking yells at him, saying like, don't go in there, it's dangerous, and Jimmy is acting like a smug little asshole, saying like, oh, you're gonna need my help. That he's been in there at least halfway through because it was collapsed. Which brings up the question, like, if you went halfway through that damn thing, why are your clothes not ripped or not dirty? That shit's super clean. But whatever, he takes the helmet from Ripped Horn at one point and runs back in and is crawling in the dirt to see the, 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 the... The grave, I guess you could call it. I was thinking of a name. He's he's um he's seeing it and he's telling Rip Torn what he found. When they get out, again, his fucking clothes are clean. Again, no continuity, but whatever. So some random ass worker is at night at the factory. Why? Lord knows. The father leaves. I don't know what they were doing at night because they're all, they're probably just fixing up the place. To be honest. The the Mexican worker offers the guy like I think some beans or burrito, one or the other, and then the father says, No, I gotta leave, so he leaves. So more shit, minor shit happens, and that worker gets attacked at the factory. You also see one of the doll one of the doll jump scares him. But the doll looks like whoever that was holding him just shook the shit out of the doll. You just, you could just imagine, like, if you ever grabbed a doll and just, like, shake it in front of a kid, literally that's what this fucking thing looked like. It was just a shaken doll in front of, uh, in front of the guy, and the guy has to act scared, like, ah. It looked really bad, believe me. And then you see the other dolls around. Those don't look as bad because they're stationary, but that shaking one looked like crap, believe me. So... Jimmy had sneaked... Wait, hold on. Give me a minute. Sorry, guys. So, I forgot to mention that the part where stupid Jimmy was in the dig site, that was in the morning. The random worker part was at night. I was confusing myself because I didn't write it, out, write it down in my damn notes. So, anyways, the night the, the worker at the factory is getting attacked, Jimmy sneaks out to go to the dig site. And... He ends up inside of a damn cemetery somehow. And he doesn't know how to get out. Um, I don't know. Maybe he was just walking down the road and all of a sudden he noticed, uh, shit, it became a cemetery. I don't know how that works. Maybe he jumped in, jumped over the fence to get through the cemetery. Again, it's stupid as shit, okay? By the way, there's no sweat on him. Lord knows how far he fucking lives from this factory. But whatever. He gets chased by a dog. He jumps over the the fence for the cemetery and he's safe he's trying to get into the dig site 
but he ends up at the factory. And before that, the random worker actually, while he's being stalked by the dolls, he gets his hand sewn, which is not a bad effect, to be honest. His hand is sewn using one of the machine, and then he just dies of a heart attack. Very anticlimactic, to be honest. Then the little, the stupid Jimmy goes in to the factory and eventually finds the dead body. So, that same night, Rip Torn is at the dig site at night again, for some reason. I don't know what's up with these people and going to dig sites at night. So anyways, he's digging, but then he, I think he either hears it or smells it. Somebody pouring gasoline. And he sees that it's some woman. And the woman was going to burn down the tomb. How she was going to manage that, I don't know. Because if you think logically, if she wanted to burn it down, she would have put gasoline inside the tomb. But you never see her go inside the tomb where, where Rip Torn is. So she made a line of gasoline for what? Just for the entrance? And she assumed that dirt is going to catch fire just because? Sorry, lady, that does not work. There's one stupid little line that she does say, though. She, Rip Torn stops her, and the lady says, we have to destroy it, we have to destroy this place. And then she says, the killing started when it was open, meaning meaning the, the, the dig site. When it was open, that's when the killing started. And I'm like, what killings? There's been two murders in the whole fucking movie. Three if you count the factory worker. But the thing is, the first one is technically an accident. Even though, yeah, the spirit went out. But spirit didn't intentionally try to kill it. Kill the guy. It just burst out and, and it crushed him. So that's technically an accident. The housekeeper was a straight up murder. She got electrocuted. But this lady doesn't know about the factory worker that died. And even that one's a fucking could technically be an to a certain degree natural cause because the doll didn't actually kill him they scared him to death literally but they didn't actually kill the man you know what i mean so what are these killings there's been one murder lady why is why are you going plural and saying killings on this lady's never really explained as to who she is i think she's the housekeeper's sister but it's never really established so anyways that happens. Uh, the mom meets with Rip Torn the next morning after the murder. Meets with Rip Torn and they talk about the whole situation. And she mentions, well, he he goes all mangler expert and starts saying the backstory of it that this creature was something like a deity that was uh, worshipped by the village. And I guess they killed it because it was eating so much. And it was doing damage to the village. So they ended up killing it. But it was supposed to be some child that had the body of a child but the head of a goat. And it was supposed to bring hell on earth. How? I would have no fucking idea how. He never really explains. So the, the mom decides to go visit the housekeeper's sister. Who earlier in the movie, the housekeeper said that she became a nun, I believe. So she goes... <clears throat> meets her and the 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 sister tells them that oh, you gotta destroy it, blah blah blah, whatever. Not really important. And then when we're getting to the climax of the movie. So around this time 
the Jessica's in full bitch mode. Like, she's not listening to anybody anymore. She's just straight up bitch. The mom arrives because the dad's at the factory. Because I guess he only had one employee that would work at night. The mom arrives and she's looking for her kids and she finds a son hiding. And then he mentions, I saw the dolly move. <clears throat> so he's scared shitless and he locked her inside her own room. He has a key for it. He gives a key to the mom. The mom goes open it and sees the doll right there. And she has a brief conversation with the doll. And the doll does its stupid, ugly voice again. Like, mommy, mommy, some shit like that. It's really bad. I don't even like doing that voice because it's really bad. You have to hear it for yourself to realize, like, Jesus, this really is shitty. Anyways, <clears throat> the dolly says that he's taking control of the child somehow and the child some somehow inside the doll because she's talking and then all of a sudden you hear supposedly the little girl talk to the demon saying mommy help me mommy help me and you see the little girl just there like somewhere sort of comatose the mom leaves grabs a shotgun grabs a little girl and they're gonna leave so they're going to the door and she opens it and the doll is right there and she commands the little girl to attack the mom um, the little girl beats the shit out of the mom she even punches her i believe or slaps her one or the other but it's not that bad and the the doll first of all the doll has so much goddamn patience in the movie because she's walking to the lady instead of rushing over to stab her in the face or whatever. No, she just like casually walks over there even though she sees the little boy and Elliot in the background. He's not a little boy. He's a teen probably. Elliot in the background. And she's still like just, eh, let me casually walk to the her mom. And then I'll stab her in the face or whatever she's going to do. It's very dumb to be honest. Very, very, very dumb. So... The, the stupid little boy manages to figure out how to use the rifle. He shoots the doll, but not before saying this, his great line of play with this, you bitch, and shoots her and kills her. And, and that apparently breaks a spell with stupid little Jessica. So they're going to go go save their dad because they know this shit has hit the fan. Oh, by the way, I didn't mention it, but in the when... You see the death of the factory worker. You realize that all the dolls are possessed. Why? I don't know. I guess the spirit is able to split up and go into several different dolls. Why possess a doll instead of like going to a human? Lord knows. Lord, Lord knows. Not like it was tired. Like, oh, let's not run through the desert. Obviously, they don't live that far from the house or civilization. Apparently, Elliot was able to run to the factory. All the other times they were going by car. But whatever during this time Rip Torn is inside the dig site and he see he manages to say, to get inside and he opens the grave and he sees the body of the little boy with the goat head and then he says something that like confused me he says when he opens it and he sees that it's true he says what have I done and my question was like, what have you done? Like, you didn't do anything. Why are you acting all guilty? Like, you didn't know this thing was real. It's not like you... A, you didn't open the door, so you didn't release the spirit. B, it's not like you fucking knew this thing was real. 
There's no way for you to know. So why are you acting all guilty saying, what have I done? Like, you didn't do anything, dude. You haven't done anything. You didn't do anything bad. You were just doing your job. It's not your fault that this thing actually turned out to be real. But, hey, fuck it. You know what I mean? Let it be. So, whatever. He runs out. All hell's breaking loose because the dad's about to be grinded up in the factory because the little girl managed to trap him in a fucking wily coyote trap that he put on the floor, like the little circle one and the rope, and he grabbed, grabbed their foot and raised them. Yeah, they do that, and he fucking fell for it, idiot. And he's going to go in the grinder. Rip Torn goes in, stops the machine, and they run out. But then they decide, oh, let's we got to blow this place up. So they go back in, they're putting dynamite or whatever, and during that little sequence, stupid Jimmy decides, oh, I gotta go blow up the dig site. The fuck you gonna do, Jimmy? I'm not gonna do shit. So he does it, and mom hugs him all, embraces him, whatever. It's stupid, to be honest. And then at that point, Rip Torn and the father, Elliot, are inside, and they're putting dynamite all over the place. One stupid little scene is Elliot sees the doll with the scissors. At least it looks like it. And he walks right towards her and she fucking stabs him in the leg. Which he's apparently the damn Incredible Hulk or something. Because he pulls the scissors out and he's walking like whatever. Pretty sure if he got stabbed in the leg with scissors, you wouldn't be walking all casually. But a hey, okay, whatever. Just go with it. Anyways, you go. I mean, you go. Sorry, guys. He goes on, and they place the rest of the dynamite. So, it starts going off. Stupid dolls don't can't manage to turn them off. So they start blowing up, and then the whole fucking factory blows up, and it's on fire. And then you just everybody's just looking at the fire, and the music starts, and the end. So I guess that's how you kill a spirit. You blow it the fuck up with dynamite. I did not know that. Did you guys know you just kill a spirit by blowing it up? According to this movie's logic, that's exactly how you do it. So, that was Dolly Dearest. I have a few little questions. Hold on, let me, let me see my little notes here, guys. Give me a second. Alright, just to finish this little section up. One little thing I would wonder was, like, what was the get for the doll or the spirit? Like, what was it trying to accomplish? I know they mentioned that it was trying to bring hell on Earth, but how? How was it planning on bringing hell on Earth? Like, killing everybody? I'm pretty sure it would have gotten killed. Was it trying to possess little kids? It's never really fully established as to what the doll was trying to do. It's like, for example, in any doll movie, there's usually a reason for them doing it. Chucky, in the Child's Play series, Chucky's just trying to get inside of a different body. He's trying to get out of the Chucky doll. Alright, cool. Even that stupid-ass movie, Demonic Toys, they're just trying to, I think, create some evil spirit or some shit like that. I forget Puppet Master, so don't don't, don't quote me on that one. But I'm pretty sure there's a reason why the puppets are doing something. But there's no reason why the doll's doing all of this. It's never really explained, and it honestly, it doesn't really matter. It's so stupid. And to be honest, this dolly is one of the worst, if not the worst, killer doll ever she kills three people in the whole fucking movie and two of them like i said earlier can be ruled as accidents the first one was the archaeologist who gets crushed and the third kill which was 
the factory worker that has a heart attack. The only one it actually murders is the housekeeper. She only killed three fucking people. She's a fucking terrible killer. I don't know what the fuck she was trying to do. And they make her seem so menacing. Like she doesn't do shit. She kills three people in the whole fucking movie. That's why a lot of the parts I said, like, oh, not much happens. Because literally not much happens. The doll doesn't do anything cool. The doll doesn't really kill anybody. Like, it's just so dumb. One little side note is... Ed Gale, you might guys probably don't know who that is. But Ed Gale played Chucky in the original Child's Play movie. Ever watched the original movie? You've seen that there's parts where it looks like a guy in... uh, in a Chucky costume, and that's literally what it is. A guy in a Chucky costume. That's Ed Gale. But he also played Dolly Dearest in the scenes where you see the doll actually move nicely. That's Ed Gale. So it's a weird little connection. Chucky and Dolly Dearest, even though Dolly Dearest is a straight ripoff of the Child's Play series. But, hey, it is what it is, right, guys? All right, so that was Dolly Dearest. Uh, I'm going to take a little break. And I will be back with the finishing notes for this episode, guys. Alright, guys. I hope you enjoyed that episode. I actually enjoyed how I did it this time. Actually writing notes and actually going through the whole movie. Again, it was a little difficult because, again, it's just me. But I actually enjoyed this format. If you guys hear, whoever hears this, based on the formats I've done for the for when I actually talk about a movie, let me know. Which one did you prefer? Did you prefer, like, the It Follows? Or did you prefer how I did it with Dolly Dearest, where I pretty much went through the whole movie and pointed out parts I didn't like or that were stupid and just gave my own opinion on certain situations? Just let me know. I'm, like I said... I'm all ears for all this type of stuff. So, next week, I will be doing another movie. I'm not 100% sure. I know I never mentioned a movie because, to be honest, sometimes I don't even know what movie I'm going to talk about until later in the week. So, I am hoping that it goes well and I figure out a movie today. Uh, And I'll probably figure it out today or tomorrow and then after that i'll i'll probably rewatch it and write my notes again and see how how that goes and then i'll end up recording it duh right so we're quickly reaching episode 10 i'm actually excited about that episode 10 i'm planning for it to be i know it's not a big like milestone but to to me it kind of is doing episode 10 i didn't think i would even go to episode 10 but I like doing these. I like doing these episodes, guys. I'm, I'm being a little bit more comfortable, especially listening to myself. I'm sorry about the sound quality, but it's not the best. I I do have other financial responsibilities, so I do what I can with what I got, okay? So I'm doing this for fun. I'm hoping somewhere down the line to save up money and buy a good microphone for this. But as of right now, I just use what I got. So if the quality sucks, I'm sorry. Uh, but hey, I'm, I'm not rich. All right. All right. Uh, like I said, like I always say every week, I'm going to try to get a guess, see what happens. But I'm I'm not mentioning that anymore that much because it's probably not going to happen. But anyways, I am going to do another movie next week. I am planning on a few little special things 
possibly on my Instagram page on Howard the dot Howard dot cast. I might do something because I'm cl- getting close to my hundredth hundredth post. So I might do something where I don't know. I I'm, I might do something special. I haven't decided yet. I, hell, I even thought about giving something away, but I haven't decided about that yet. I want to see how these episodes do. If enough people hear it, then then I would want to like give something out. But if only like two or three people are listening to it, what's the point? You know what I mean? I'm not going to give something out. I'll probably do it on Instagram to give something. I have a lot more followers there than I do on my podcast. So go give me a follow, subscribe, like, or whatever the hell you do with these podcasts. Send me a message on my Instagram page. Send me a message on Anchor FM because I know it does allow you to do that. I'll take any questions, comments, complaints. Just let me know, guys. This is the only way I'm going to improve. So, hope you guys have a good rest of your week. Continue to watching all kinds of horror movies. I know I will. So, I will see you guys next Monday actually I because I do post these on Monday I will see you guys next Monday you will be hearing my glorious voice again and we will see what movie we will do have a good week Twinkle, twinkle